Hello. I know I said I was gonna stop car episodes, but whatever. If you don't like it, you can turn it off. It's really for me. But I love that you listen. It's just... There's a lot this morning. My mom and dad fight a lot. And they have my whole life. And they blame each other for their misery. And, you know, both say stuff about the other. And, you know, my mom's unhappy because my dad drinks. And he's not a partner. And he doesn't do anything with the family. And he's selfish. And he he likes to see me suffer and blah, blah, blah. And when you hear, like, the things she says, you know, an outsider, they're like, oh, he's horrible. And if you hear what my dad says about my mom and all the things that she's done to him, you know, people say, oh my God, that's horrible. And all people say is, why are you with them? And... You know, my mom complains about my dad so much, and I used to say, then leave. If you're so miserable, then leave. And what I'm learning in family systems theory and in my own life is that I think we choose who we love. I think that love is a choice every day, that we're going to be with this person and that we're going to do the hard work to experience as much love as possible and to really be there for each other through the worst through the best and the worst and I think it is true that most people only stay for the good and when things get hard they leave and I understand because when things get hard then it's really scary and I think that a partner is the greatest mirror I think it's the closest mirror to home because I think we pick people that are great for us I think we pick people who are going to really if we pick people who aren't challenging how do we grow you know if you pick someone who's just like you in every single way that is great great then you don't have any challenges and you stay the same I'm not saying I don't know anything that's not my it's just you know I've I've been with I've had a lot of partners and I've been with people who were you know quote unquote just like me we had everything in common and it still gets hard or they're just not Yeah, alright, so even if you do pick someone who's just like you, there's still going to be something I feel like that is a challenge. And it's a choice to stay and go through that challenge every day. Love is hard. Love is work. And so when I say that we pick people, we pick mirrors who show us ourselves that show us our childhood, that show us how we were brought up, 
that show us every every experience we've been through in a new way and it's almost like we have to relive it and we get a we have a chance to choose as long as we know that we do I, I don't know if I'm making any sense yet but I'll explain in family systems theory the idea is that we are conditioned by our parents to react to certain things, to not react to other things, to be afraid of some things. We had, um, I have a Patreon group that we meet once a week, and last night we met, and, um, one of the people has a son, he's five years old, and he likes being nude, and there's nothing wrong with being nude, right? Like, the society is, you know, we got weird rules, and we're like, hey, you know, I know that thing that's like, I know that you're born here with no clothes, and you're an animal, and uh, nudity is part of, like, that's what you are, you came here with nothing, you will leave with nothing, you're, like, it's okay that we're naked, um, and then along the way we're like, ah, actually, no, it's not okay to be naked, um, you should hide your body, um, you should, it's private, your private parts, right, so, then we're like, ah, what, why can't I, like, be me, right, it's kind of like, so then there's, like, shame behind our bodies, I don't even know if we're aware that, like, yeah, and then, like, because, because nudity is, um, taboo, when we do see it, it's over-sexualized, and we're like, "Ah, ah, ah, ah," you know, we're, it's crazy, because we've made it that way, anyway, so they're trying to, you know, tell him, like, hey, you know, it's cool, they're not trying to body shame him, they're like, yeah, you know, it's cool to be naked, but you can only be naked in certain places, um, so, right, like, that's the kind of conditioning, or, like, we're talking about how, you know, recent, I, I, there's just, when I feel stuff come up, and I have to be little Sam, it happens everywhere. It's happened so many times where I'll be at the climbing gym and climbing just brings up a lot for me <clears throat> emotionally. It brings up a lot of self self-worth stuff. So, I'll be at the climbing gym and then something comes up and I'll literally last time I was there, I cried on the mat for like an hour like literally little Sam coming out being like, why not, blah, 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 crying, crying, crying. What if I was a little kid crying and my parents said, stop crying, we're in public. And it's like, but I'm feeling my feelings. What do you mean stop crying? I'm not allowed to feel. And then, you know, I, I don't, I stop. Whenever I feel stuff, I bottle it in. And then I never process my feelings. I never feel them. And who knows the repercussions of that? You know, what if my partner said, said stop crying? 
because it was scary for him. There's all kinds of ways that fear comes up. And and ways that we can project our fears onto each other. Me and Ben don't... This is so random, but I just feel like throwing it out there. Me and Ben don't wear deodorant. And, because we're animals. And it's not good for you. I try to put as little chemicals on my, on and in my body as possible. So we don't wear deodorant. And guess what happens? Uh, you smell. Because we smell. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about that. And it's fine. It's fine to smell like a human. Like the animal that you are. So we smell. We went to a... Um, a DJ show last Friday in Brooklyn and we were dancing for like six hours and Ben stunk <laughs> like Ben I love you if you're listening to this and he knows I do and he whatever so he smelled and for a moment I had like a lot of fear that like the people around him were going to start like being mean to him and making fun of him because I think that's been my experience. And I think that's been a lot of people's experience. Like I was at work one day and this wasn't me, but like someone came upstairs and they were like, oh yeah, so-and-so said that they smelt BO in the, in the cafeteria. And then it became like this huge, oh, haha, oh, oh my God, who, what, they not wearing deodorant? And then we just make fun of people. And that's like what happens. So I think I'm like a little traumatized. So Ben smelt and I saw people around him and I was like, oh my God, people are going to make fun of him. And I wanted to like stop him because he was like waving his arms all around. And I wanted to be like, Ben, stop there you know like I I started feeling like scared for him and I wanted to stop him from living his life out of fear that people would make fun of him and then I like thought about that and I was like I don't give a shit let them let them and if they have something to say I'll say hey it's okay yeah we smell sorry you know, and then keep dancing. But I'm not going to take this little kid who's just having a good time and tell him, no, don't have a good time because other people might make fun of you. Like, we suppress each other I, a lot in this society, I feel like. So, I don't know, that was just a random thought. But, um, yeah, and then the thought passed and I, we waved our arms around and danced like... I've never danced before because Ben is really fun and we had a really great time. Um, so I, I, I think we have a lot... Of, that kind of relates to what I'm saying is that I, I think we have a lot of fears. You know, and my mom's saying like, Dad won't do this. Dad won't go anywhere. I don't have a partner. Blah, blah, blah. 
And I thought about that and I do get like upset with him sometimes because we go to the same place for vacation every year. Every year since I've been alive, we go to Seaside Park, New Jersey. And I've been to other parts of the world. I've been to other countries. I've been to other states. And there's so many beautiful places in this world. And my dad's been to other states too. He um, did a road trip when he graduated high school. But that was like 40 years ago, you know? And I'm like, hey, dad, there's other places. It'd be cool if we could like go other places. And he's just... I think, honestly, he's so afraid, but we see, we don't see it that way, we internalize it however we feel, right, so my mom can't see that dad's afraid, she sees him as spiteful, and it's like, is that because you're spiteful, like, or is that your worldview that you can't, people don't have good intentions, and if that's the case, that's really sad too, and that's my, I'm my mother's daughter, I'm just like her, you know, every time Ben is going through emotional stuff, and he shuts down, instinctually, not based off reaction, but based off of Sam, myself, who I really am, I see a little boy who is so scared to talk, he just needs someone to love him, and so I'm very patient with him, But a lot of times, my conditioning ways show up, and my thought is, Ben's manipulative, and he's um, trying to hurt me, and he's not talking to me to spite me. Like, it's literally the same thought patterns that my parents have, that they think about other people, and it's very distrustful. They don't trust people. They don't trust anyone. I don't even know if they trust themselves. They're very afraid to give people the benefit of the doubt that maybe this isn't even about me. Maybe this person really is just hurting and this has nothing to do with me. Because I think that's like a huge narrative is that we take everything personally. If someone's like, you know, we went to, when me and Ben first got together... We went to Seneca in North Carolina, not North Carolina, my God, West Virginia, and it was our first trip together, and love is being able to be with someone, being able to, you know, be with someone through everything. if, If you can be you in your ugliest moments, in your most beautiful moments with somebody and they don't go away, that's love. Because at the end of the day, we are not just perfect. We're not perfect. We make mistakes. We're learning every day. We're growing every day. Whether we choose to or not, the universe is going to force you if you don't, you know, go with the flow. But we are not... We are perfect in our imperfections, but most people go away when things get scary and hard. Most people give up. But then it's like I'm realizing like 
when we push through the really hard parts, even though I want to run away, there's more love than I've ever felt or could have imagined in my relationship when I stick through the hard. We come out and it's the mo- we transform. It's like Thich Nhat Hanh says, no mud, no lotus. You, you can't have growth without some pain. I don't think. I think it's growing pains. I think we're here to experience it all. And you can't have right without left, up without down. Like, pain is a part of the process. And I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone and they're not doing any work to grow, that, you don't have to be in that kind of pain. Like, the pain that me and Ben experience is growing pain. Because we're, we're, we're constantly pushing. It's like a balance of, like, you know, doing work and then resting. And then doing work and then, like, enjoying the fruits of our labor. So it's not constant pain. It's... Oh, something's coming up. Let's not ignore it. Let's work through this and figure out and like just see what it's about. And then, you know, we heal some old part of ourselves and then uh, a new part arri- the the who's who we really are shows up. And it's a more confident and loving and accepting and beautiful person because they're not clouded by hate or judgment or a lie that they had to tell themselves to protect themselves, right? Like, my mom thinking that my dad is spiting her is a way to protect herself so that she doesn't have to let him in. We protect ourselves from love because the people who were supposed to love us the most, our parents, sometimes hurt us the most. And what do you think a child feels when the person who's their mother, the person who is supposed to love them the most, hurts them and abuses them and is mean to them and changes their whole world whole world view? You know, a child sees the world in such a beautiful way. Ben, listen, ben never listened to my podcast before and then he listened to it yesterday and it was the episode before this one and he said I'm lost and I said why and he said because I'm trying to understand this episode logically and I can't I can't follow what you're saying I like don't know what's going on but when I take a step back and I say I don't need to you know interpret this anyway. I just need to listen because it sounds like a little kid who's just talking. And when I listen to you that way, it's the most beautiful thing. You have so much passion and you see the world in such a whimsical way and you see things for what they are. You know, you just see a tree and you're like, oh, a tree, I love it. And this is why it's so beautiful. But when I look at a tree... I have to figure out, well, why does a tree grow and blah, 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 which is, in my opinion, also beautiful, but he was saying, like, you just have this childlike wonder 
of the world that I feel like most people are forced out of thinking that way. We're, we're forced out of seeing the world in such a magical way, but it is magical. And, you know, so that's what happens is when we're children, we are really beautiful in that way. We're very, we see the world for what it is, that it's a gift that everything is, everything is, how is anything here? You know, it's all so, it's all a gift. And then, you know, your parent comes along who has their own sorts of trauma and experiences. And they say, that's stupid. You're stupid. The world isn't like that. The world is full of pain. The world is hard. Life is hard. And you better get used to it. And, you know, stop playing like that. We're not allowed to play you know, and then that's beaten out of you, and then, you know, you beat that into your children, and so you hurt them, we hurt our children, and we don't even do it, it's almost unconscious, it's, we don't even know we're doing it, because we're just doing all we know, until you start to get in touch with the lost parts of you, they're not lost. I, I feel like they're kind of buried. I forget who said this, but it's like each person is like a golden Buddha statue. And all those painful phrases and actions are like someone throwing clay onto the Buddha statue. So one day you're just this... Buddha statue covered in dirt. You're not, you don't even look like a statue. You just look like a mound of dirt. But then when you start to do inner work, it's like chipping away one layer of dirt at a time. And I'm starting to see the gold in me. And I love her. And I love all the dirt that's on me too. I don't hate her for having it. I don't shame her. I try not to. I'm just like, you know, I'm sorry that happened to you. And you're still beautiful and lovable. And so is everyone that, you know, is doing the best that they can. My mom and dad are doing the best they can and they're really afraid. They're really afraid of love because the people who are supposed to love them hurt them. Not on purpose. And that's the thing that's like so frustrating to talk about. Every time we talk about this in family therapy, you know, they're like, no, my life was great. No, you know, yeah, okay, it was rough, but it was great. And, um my mom was great, and my dad was great, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, but, you know, they tied me to chairs sometimes when I was bad, that's not okay, and, but we can still forgive them for that, because they were doing the best they can, there was a, uh, meditation, that Thich Nhat Hanh suggested you do where you see all your ancestors and you see everything they've done. 
and you try and look at every action in a neutral way you know and I've seen all kinds of things I saw rape I saw abuse I saw really beautiful things and and I didn't judge any of it and that's not the 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 point I'm not the point I'm not trying to make is that we're hurt and we should blame our parents for our problems no it's not the point I'm making the point I'm making is there is pain and we can we are worthy of forgiveness for all the things we've done you know I, I brought up to my mom this morning she did something to my dad for a really long time Um, financially that is really it really put a setback on their lives on our lives that you know when I tell people about it they're like oh my god why is he still with her because um he, he loves her and she's worthy of forgiveness. And, and I told her that this morning that, you know, he stayed with you through probably the worst thing you've ever done to him. And he still chooses to be here. If that's not love... You know, Ben used to say that he'd be like... Because... Well, as you know, Ben's dad sexually abused Ben and his brother when they were little. And people would say that that's not worthy of forgiveness. But imagine you do one bad thing and then you're locked in a cage for the rest of your life. How would you feel? For... It's not like we wake up and it's not like his dad woke up and said, I'm going to sexually abuse my children. That seems like a great idea. It's not like my mom woke up and said, I'm going to ruin my husband financially. (laughs) You know, it's not like we wake up and we're like, I'm going to cheat on my spouse. That seems awesome. I'm going to beat my wife. That seems awesome. I don't think we wake up with a choice. Because we are doing what we know. So it turns out Ben's dad was sexually abused when he was little. But amongst other things that would explain... Oh, yeah, you know, if that were my life, I probably would have done the same thing. Just like in my life, when I look back at all the ways that I've hurt people, because I have hurt people in really terrible ways. And for the longest time, I could not forgive myself. But if I can't forgive myself, I can't forgive anybody. And I don't want to live in a world like that. 
because then we are just stuck in hate and we're stuck in feeling sorry for ourselves and we're stuck in blaming and we're stuck in misery. My mom is miserable. My dad is miserable. I mean, they'd say they're not because there's obviously moments of joy. You know, we all feel misery and we all feel joy. But I I think... There's a difference between just being miserable and not knowing why and being miserable and knowing, oh, yeah, this is another part of my pain that I have to work on. You know, it's like there's a difference between between being conscious of something and not. And, and they say ignorance is bliss, but I don't think it is. I think when you're ignorant of your pain and your patterns and you you keep doing it and you don't it's I think that is when life is hard it is hard even still I don't know I don't know it is hard and there are days where I want to give up And maybe everyone has those days and maybe there's no difference. Maybe, you know, we are all choosing or not choosing and we're just like, ah, whatever. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe the way I do things isn't the way that other people can do things or want to or need to. But all I know is I've been in a lot of relationships and when I wasn't conscious and I just blamed my partner for my misery and then would give up and leave because I was like, they're they're shit. They suck. They're never going to change and I'm miserable and I'm not going to let them treat me this way and I'm not going to be miserable anymore. And then I find another partner. And it's the same stuff over and over again. Because the issue is not them, necessarily. The issue is that we all have shit. And if you're not dealing with it, you're going to bring it everywhere with you. So now I have a partner who's like, Hey, you know I have shit and you have shit? Do you want to like deal with this? And I'm like whoa, I've never done that before. Yeah, let's do it. And then we deal with it, and it's not easy. But we deal with it, and then uh, I've never had a relationship like this in my life where I learn how to love myself more and more, and I learn how to love this other person more and more. And... I'm able to love my mother more and my father more and I don't see them as pieces of shit that raised me horribly. I see them as little kids who are hurt and never got to deal with their stuff because they're from a time where that was not a thing and we're so lucky and I'm so lucky my parents are here and I get to love them and help them and they get to help me and whatever. So... I think there is a difference between a conscious relationship and not. And I just want my parents to 
I want to help them be conscious so they can stop letting fear of loving each other get in the way. And they don't have to let their old fear that people are going to hurt them if they let love in. I want that to go away so they can actually really start to love each other. So that they can love themselves more. You know, my mom couldn't even admit when I brought up the things she did. She she couldn't even admit that she did that. She felt so much shame. And I understand that. I blocked out, I cheated on a partner years ago, many times, and I had to block it out because I was so ashamed of it. So I know what that's like because I didn't think I was worthy of forgiveness. I thought it was so horrible that I didn't want anybody to know. I I didn't even want me to know that I did that because I thought it was so horrible. But I don't want to live my life that way. You know, you make amends and you forgive yourself and you do better. You learn from your mistakes and then you do better. And that's that's all we can do. (sighs) That's my rant for today if you are interested in a group of lovely people who meet once a week and talk and discuss all kinds of ideas like this and love each other and are there for each other you can check out patreon.com slash cosmic dot triggers I think that's what it is or message me on instagram at cosmic dot triggers Um, There's also a tier where I teach yoga once a week and mirror work monthly. Um, I'm going to make a post about what mirror work is. And yeah, I love you. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.